where a nation at this time is going to collapse. For I say unto the Lord that things are not going to keep going like they're going. For I'm a righteous God. I'm a holy God. I have to take corrections very shortly. And I said judgment is going to begin in the house of God. There's going to be sickness. Much sadness. And they're going to happen to the, the child of God that's living loosely. I say at this time you need to come out in this world and walk holy before me. And I'll heal you. I'll bless you. But I say for those that deliberately go back themselves, they're going to have a, a mountain of sins to fall it over. Thank you for joining us today. We're glad to have you here in this room where we've gathered with Brother Freedom. God bless you. God bless you. Father, we praise you. And we thank you and we glorify you for your wonderful name, for your mighty power, for your glorious Holy Spirit. Oh, we thank you, Father, for yourself. You are beyond our understanding. You're so marvelous, so wonderful. We can't even envision you because you're more gigantic than the eye can take in. But we thank you for sending Jesus. Oh, he's wonderful. He lets us know what you're like, that you're glorious. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for touching Brother Freedom. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you for all you do. We praise you for your goodness. We thank you for your great mercy. We thank you that you loved us before we could even think about loving you. You're so wonderful. You, you, you love mankind. You don't want to see them perish. You came to your own. Your own received you not, but too many received you. To them, you give power. And we need that power, and that power is from you this day, and we praise you this day. We know that you have a plan for man. But man's not willing to go out and give up their ways. They want to listen to their own hearts, their own directions, their own leadership, their own, it tickles their ears. But Father, we know that you're going to have a people, a peculiar people, a zealous of good works. And we thank you and pray that you'll move this morning in a very special way. The Lord spoke to me so clearly this morning, it was just, I hesitated what I was hearing. But I believe. That this nation is going to fall very rapidly. The Lord spoke to my heart when this money and this is going to happen. When it hits this nation, it's going to fall apart overnight. And the Christians are going to scream. They're going to be, they're going to be the ones that scream the loudest. Didn't we tithe? Didn't we do bad works? He says, I know you're not. And that's terrible. There's going to be bloodshed. Because when you get starving, you Try to take what you want just to survive. But God has a plan for His people. He's literally going to hide us, direct us. we got to listen what the Spirit saith unto the church. See, the church, the church world, they don't think there's anything to the, the apostles, the prophets, all these things that God gave the institute to make the church strong. He gave them a power zone. They lay hands on the sick. That he brought up these men, but they were just what could happen in the church. Or Roberts. Those type of people. But it should be in the church. It's not in the church. The churches are promoting their own works. They got their own schools about the prophet. They got their own school about the bandits. They know all this thing. And God says he is a leader, not man. And he's going to put an end to them. You know, they're really so holy, they just, you can't, they're, they're sparkling clean, they're so holy. But the Bible gives it, we must be humble ourselves. Under the mighty hand of God, that, that He might exalt in this new time, casting all our cares upon Him. For He cares for us. He says, be sober, 
What's sober mean? It means not drunken. It's not like the world. The world is drunken on lust, pride, all these things that Timothy, the third chapter, brought out about perilous times to come. Men, men should be lovers of themselves, boasters, proud, blasphemers. The world is drunken on these. They're from Satan. It's what they live with. They get a, a, a they do something. Oh, it's just so. But God says, humble yourself. It says we have to be steadfast, unmovable, always about, always about in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. He puts so many pluses in there that we've failed to look that when we read our wonderful word. That's why some people don't even word the word we use it no more because it's not nothing no interest to them. They 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 know more more than the word knows. They know how to 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 make this new Bible with their own attitudes. I know a man that's really, really, really special, but he literally lets people know he knows how to read that Bible better than anybody else does. But see, that's God's work. When we receive the baptism, he gave us the baptism of the Holy Ghost to receive power. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and the power of might Put you on the whole armor of God that you might, what? Be able to withstand. Not be a wimp, don't fall away. Be strong, Lord. Stand strong. Because greater is he that's in you than what you're facing. They don't get that. It's in him. He's in us. We are more than a majority. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ has power. It's not a wimp. It's it's power. The church is powerless. That's why I had to have the stroke. I had to feel how it was to be helpless. I'm still helpless. But I'm not helpless supernaturally. Come on, Shalom. See, he's powerful. He is all power. We're not wimps. We're strong in the Lord. No, we're not nothing in ourselves. It's in Him. It says, "For we wrestle against principalities, against powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. We put on the whole armor of God that we might withstand the wiles of the devil." God has a church that's moved up by the mighty power, the unction of the Holy One. He is the leader of the church, and when you throw Him outside of your Room and says he's not welcome. What would you do if someone did that to you in the natural? Oh, you'd be out here to get you a lawyer. You're going to sue them. You're going to take them to the cleaners. How dare somebody speak to me that way? We do God that churches do it openly. Oh, we got our little our back room back there that we talk things over, but we still have the the, the final word. And they do. They have the final word because God don't give them no word at all. Bible has to be first in all our ways. We have to take on the things of God to withstand the wilds of the devil. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war at the flesh, but the weapons of warfare are not carnal. Mighty through God, pulling down strongholds, every high imagination, every high thing that's all in the seven gifts does not bring any thought to the obedience of Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the word of work. Nobody wants that kind of work. No, they, they shun that and say, ah, that's the, I need to go to Africa. I need to do this. They want to do what they want to do. But God's got a plan for the church, Lord Jesus Christ. You stay right where you are. You, you carry on the work that God's got to do first. If you get better at it, he'll put you someplace else. But we don't do these things to be stars. We do these things because we love the Lord. We love him because he wants us to do them. Yes, many people like to have a big church. They like to have that. Oh, that's the Oh, look at that look at notoriety. It's everywhere. Who's got the biggest church? Who's got the most people? Who's got 
the uh, the most power always. God can't even measure their power because there's no power for them, for him. It's all their own own self. It's selfishness. Selfishness has got the church, the Lord Jesus, bound. I want this. I want to have my own way. I want to. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord. In the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand. Able to withstand. We're not able ourselves. There's no way that we can defeat anything. Withstand the wild devil. For wrestling not against much, but against principalities and powers. Rulers of darkness, spiritual weakness in high places. Put you on the whole armor of God that you be able to stand the evil day and the evil day and stand. That's what I tell people. They gotta just stand. God's gonna pick you up there. He's not gonna leave you alone. He's looking through, through. His eyes run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Don't that that you believe that He sees everything you do? He knows all about you. He knows your trials, upbringing, your downgoings. He knows all of it. But it says, "They that wait upon the what shall renew their strength. They shall mount up the wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint." Casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant. Because the adversary of the devil going around as a roaring lion seeker, whom we may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith. The church is not giving you sound doctrine. They're giving you a, a, a flaky, no foundation. The foundation is strong, Lord. He came his own, his own received nothing. Two ministers received them, and they need power. Another place in, in Ephesians says, now is able to do exceedingly abundantly because of the power of the work of that in you. Third chapter of Ephesians says that. There's so much demonstration of the Word of God about His power. And He's made it plain. We should be able to read it. We should be able to see it. But we glide over. Well, that's not for us. That's for the back in the, in the days the man ran around with not much clothes on us. We're to increase in knowledge. Increase in God. But we're not increasing in God. We're increasing everything else. Daniel predicts in the last days there will be much knowledge. There is. Knowledge is not in growth in the church. Knowledge is in the Bible. I'm not saying the church. The church has whatever they have their workshops and those kind of things, but it's not by God, really. God wants the people to be directed by Him. He's making it right now, very shortly, where it's going to be those that will be directed by Him are going to survive. And those that don't survive probably won't be able to come against the powers of darkness that's going to be there. So it behooves us as child of God to straighten up and start living right. Taking time to be holy. Like the old Bible says, take time to be ye holy. It's time to say, oh man, that's me. I've got to, God's going to feed, take over your, what you're in yourself. And that old selfishness and go out the door. All that pride can go out the door. You don't want it back in your yard no longer. You don't need it close to you. But it's not in the yard, it's in them. They're stuffed full of his rottenness. The Bible says he don't like evilness in our hearts. He wants a peculiar people, a zealous people, a holy people, a righteous people. His eyes are over the righteous. He hears their cry. He hears when they call on him. He's dying them. Their eyes are towards him. He don't over one thing. But we have to sort of wait because waiting is when we start growing. That's why we have to wait sometimes for prayers to like never get answered. Maybe they're, maybe they're not supposed to be answered. Because God tells us what to do, not we tell Him what to do. And that's where we're really at. We're a nation at this time going to collapse. 
There's no way it can survive what it's facing. If we, the people, were in office, we'd have to put bankruptcy over the United States. That's be the saying of the very least. The national debt is worldwide. Our leaders are going bigger and bigger and bigger, so that shows that they know that a collapse is coming. But they want to graft in and take the money out of the treasury and give it themselves. Selfishness again. A leader is to be a giver. When this nation started, we the people, under God's rulership, it's not under God's rulership no longer, it's under a, a nation of insecurity, all these things, a bunch of damnable things. Some of the people, are, but they've been so nauseated into what they've been taking in, it's ruined them, to, it's in their churches, it's filling in, Satan has done a, a very great work. See, God come, that we might have eternal life, but Satan come to kill, destroy, and steal. But God come, that we might have more earnest, a better life, a very special life, Every time I see a car, I say, thank you, Lord, because you give, you did that. Oh, thank you, Lord, for you did that. I, all these good things came from God. It says every good, and they don't, they don't, mankind don't say, thank you for, oh, you, you have to build chest and them. Oh, we didn't need it. We sure did. He gave all the concrete. He did all the, the water, took to put, pour the concrete, cement, all the, the, the rock, the stone, whatever it took to build it. He did all that because the ones that put it in, other thanks have been to him. But in reality, he is the backbone of everything we do. A nation under God and him we trust. I thank for that sign out there that our, our leaders have put up. A nation under God. Praise God, I thank for it. I think that God's starting to speak to some hearts down here about getting right with the Lord. And I think that's what he's, he's doing. He's doing that every place that people will... Well, join say, I want the Lord serve you. I want to follow you, Father. We've lived in a land of darkness. Our leaders were shame, shame, shame on them. They, all they've been is bound by tradition. Bound by the old habits, the habits of our religion. And God's not a religion. He's not a, not a religion. He's a God of gods. We must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Let's examine that a little bit. If our, if our, our truth is not truth, God can't be with it. And He is a spirit. That He does that as touching you 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 don't see him, but yet you know He's there. He feel him. Greater is he that's in you than what you're facing. We must get this born into our spirit. The stage has been in set for the end time. All the characters are coming into position. They're there ready to one thing to bring forth the Antichrist. When this Antichrist comes, it's gonna be a troublesome time it's never been. Like Daniel said, it'll be a... We haven't seen it like it's going to be. But that's coming. That's on the agenda. And if we haven't read our Bible, it's in there. It's all through it. He's come for a peculiar people, ready people. A people that had that hope, like the Apostle Paul said. I fought the good fight. I finished the court. I kept the faith. Henceforth there led up me. A cloud of righteousness, not me only, but to those that love his appearance. Where to love his appearance? Are you afraid of him coming? You better get right with God. Sir, right now you need to pray, pray through, and change your ways because God will forgive you if you call upon him. He's going to touch your heart say, forgive me. When you say, forgive me, God comes right to you. It's my child. It never even happened. He puts it back on us. You can't, we can't understand wonderful God. He, he, he buries our sin because Jesus bore them all. He took all our sins. 
Glory. Oh, but Shetler, we see what He is up. For I say in the Lord, if things are not going to keep going like they're going, for I'm a righteous God, I'm a holy God, I have to take corrections very shortly. And I said, judgment is going to begin in the house of God. There's going to be sickness, much sadness, and they're going to happen to the, the child of God that's living loosely. I say, at this time, you need to come out in this world and walk holy before me, and I'll heal you, I'll bless you. But I say, for those that literally go back and sell, they're going to have a, a mountain of sins to fall and go over. A mountain of trials. There's going to be starvation. There's going to be disease that's never been before. Medicine that cannot fight the diseases. A time of Job's trouble, only worse. A time of sadness. A time when the undertaker cannot catch up. A time that you've never seen before. But I say that day is at the door. My church, wake up, wake up, please wake up. For I love thee. I gave my son for thee this this day that you might live. I'd give you forgiveness. And yet I gave the Holy One that would live within you, that give you an extra power, that give that witness, I am never leave you, I'll never forsake you. But you denied him, and you threw him out your doors, many, 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 and not let him be what he is in the churches. For that reason you got soft, you've fallen in a long direction, that'll give you eternal death unless you straighten up. My people, come out and be separate, said the Lord, and I shall receive you. I'll be a father, but you've got to come out from under. You've got to be pray through, seek me. I say my church does not know what it means to pray through. You do not know what it means to get in your hand and say, I, I ask forgiveness. I want to be a new man. I want to be a new person. That's what I'm listening for, but I don't hear. The churches won't let this happen. I say, oh, you're good enough right where you are. You don't even have to do anything else. Just bring your tithes in, and that's, that's the lie from hell. When you stand down there in hell and Satan comes your way, he'll laugh at you. He's going to sneer at you. And I says, I, I can't help you. I'm going to be that day. I can't help you no or I can help you while you're still living. But I after you, you, it's judgment must begin in the house of God. But also judgment must be that every man's appointed wants to die. Then comes the judgment. And I say, many of you out there, that yet this might be your last day. Straighten up, my people, and you shall live. Come, my people, for I love thee. I dearly love thee. Get that in your your thinker. I love thee. Greater hath man had no man than the man to give us life for his brother. Well, I gave my son for the earth, the people of the world. I so love the world, said the Spirit of God. If you'd come, I will forgive you, and I'll give you a new start, a new direction. But I'm not going to continually say this. When I judge you, you'll be in hell forever and ever and ever. Well, thank you, Father. I think God spoke pretty clearly. I think we need, as God's people, need to straighten up. Smell what saith the Spirit of God. And what I've seen this morning is very, I'll start a short series of it, but it was terrible. Difficulties. Places like this place will be shut down. There'll be nothing like this. Be no funds. Some be, everybody's going to be in the same boat. We're not, there's not going to be no, you got a new house, you got someone else come by and says, I want your house. He just takes a gun, gets you out of your house, and another guy takes it. That's why they're going to do it because it's what's going to. It'll be an old, their own, own selfish living. See, God put laws, land. That was part of it. That we'd live in a safe land. We're not going to live in a safe land very much longer. God bless you all. I love you. God bless you. Amen.
Thank you, thank you for listening to these powerful words. God bless you for being with us.